BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to The Toast. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's having a blessed and sacred day. Speaking of blessed and sacred, I have nothing to say. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm joined in studio by the satchelor. Margo is here filling in for Jax today, so we could be in studio looking gorgeous in our white culottes. In our white culottes. Margo really, and I are we both really wearing. like our, have like the same outfit, but just different. We're both doing like coastal, you know, they're calling it now coastal granddaughter. Granddaughter. Like young coastal grandmother. Okay, I'm in. And we're both wearing our Spanx pants. You can use code Claudia X Spanx. No, you can use code Margo X Spanx. <laughs> no, I think you no, can I use. No, I really think you I should think use, you code can use Claudia X Spanx. I, I really, really think, think you should. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Kizzity. Hi. How, how you, you doing? doing? Good. I can't. When you just said it was Tuesday, like you ruined my it's day. Some of the most devastating news I've heard all it day. It really should be Wednesday by now. It should be Friday. Okay. Yes. No. But like that's pushing it. As long as we're asking, it should be Saturday. No, because then you're close to Monday. Friday, I'm good with. But you still have to work on Friday. That's what I'm always Half saying day, to Half day, baby, summer Friday. Yeah, well, we're recording, of course, with the counselor so early in the morning, which I'm sure all the girlies will appreciate. Yeah, people come and they're like, whenever Margo comes on, it always comes so early because I try to do it before work. Before work. So I'm happy for everyone, but not for me. I woke up literally at the crack of dawn to look as ugly as I do. The weather, I, it's like, it's, 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 got, no, it's, gotten to, it's gotten to the point. It's no longer hair weather. Yeah, I realized it yesterday because I walked to work and normally like I'm fine. And I walked to work yesterday and I showed up dripping sweat, like wet hair, not okay. And I was like, oh, we're here. We're yeah, here. It's so annoying. It's like now is the time of year where you spend so much time on your hair and you walk out and it's useless. That's why maybe you just... We both look like kind of frizzy today. Wait, what do you mean? I, I straightened my hair. I was going to say maybe that's why you go into your straight hair era. Oh, you think summertime is straight hair era? Maybe because if you're sweating, then just it's the same, you know? It like pats down to your head. I guess. I like I'm so over my like looking, wearing straight hair on my head, you know? No, I understand. I'm back in that. But however, I'm really just a bun girl. Yeah, no, I was actually thinking today's like really kind of hot. I might... I might also, have to do you're a literally wearing a cashmere sweater. Yeah, I am wearing a cable knit. That's a really good call. Um, yeah, no, I have no rebuttal to that. It's just that, like, in the summer, everywhere I go is air conditioned, so I end up being so cold when yeah. I wear shorts. Yeah. But I guess this chunky knit was not. I'm not in my shorts era, that's for damn sure. Like, to just be walking around the city in shorts, like, is really tough for me. Like, if I'm going somewhere, absolutely, I'll be in shorts. But, like, wearing shorts to work, like, wearing shorts in general, like, it just feels fraudulent and, like, I have to shave my legs and I don't want to do that. I am far too old to be wearing shorts. Like, it's just shorts and me, like, we no longer see each other. Yeah. You but know? a skirt. I could do. A skirt is cute, but I loved winter when we could wear skirts and tights. My favorite. So we don't have to shave legs. our legs or tan them. Mm -hmm. So what's new with you, Kizzity? Before we dive into the Fast Five um, 
What's new with you? Oh, um, nothing. Yeah. And now I'm just one week closer to my Yellowstone trip that I'm excited for. Oh, happy for you. <laughs> um, I actually did. We had a conversation last week about like me last minute joining the trip. Mm-hmm. But I think I've decided like, yeah, I figured. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I really do want to go to Yellowstone, but in your own way. In my own way. For sure. And then I feel like you would go and you'd be like maybe Miz in the tent and then you'd like have this weird, like bad taste in your mouth about Yellowstone, but it's not Yellowstone. It would be you sleeping in a tent. No. And if I went and I wasn't like enjoying the accommodations, like it would ruin the trip for everyone. Oh my God. A hundred. Like if I'm complaining the whole time. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because like complaining is my love language, but I do know how destructive it can be. Sometimes. Complaining is my love language when it's like necessary. But if you're complaining and bringing the whole team down, that's not allowed. I try not to do that, but I see how it could. It happens to me sometimes. Like on nights out, I'm like, I really want to go home. Yeah, yeah. I, I, can, I can always sense when you're in one of those moods. Yeah. It does ruin the night. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, but you're usually in one of those moods. Yeah, though. but that's because we are the life of the party. So like if we True. bow out, it ruins the night for everyone. But if you know, no offense, if like a lesser player bows out, Just it's like, like, bye, go home. Yeah, pops You don't even away. want you here anyway. 100%. So like that's just kind of the burden we both face being these sort of enigmatic creatures. Wow, enigmatic creatures. That's the name of this episode. Hundred <laughs> percent. What's new with you, right, Claudia? Oh, are you? Does anybody ever ask you that? Oh my God, it's always. How are you? Not how am I? Yeah. How am I? Well, you know, I hate to bring this up. Oh, I know what you're going to say. But I am on my period. I also have something to talk about here as well. And I'm wearing white pants, which is so crazy. What? I always wear white pants on my period. I don't know why. I well, think it makes me more cautious. No, I mean, like what? We're not getting our periods in the summer? Like we are. So we, yeah. we do what we have to do. Um, when I posted on my story the other day, I stole Jackie's road PR. And I wrote, like, stole this from Jackie um, at Road. Please put me on your PR list. Everyone was yamming me, like, manifesting at Claudia, like, whatever. But no, I wasn't manifesting. I was straight up asking. That's the point. When, <laughs> I, when I made that point on the episode, I was just saying people are, like, misusing language these no, days. No, like, that would be, like, me being, like, stole Jackie's PR, manifesting that I get put on Road's PR list one day. Like, no, right. I literally wrote, Road, please put me on your list. Right. And by the way, you know what? reached out last night yes so See? that is what we that's accomplishing a goal by putting in the work it's not manifesting you you worked for it yeah i asked that was like the point i was trying to make on the podcast it was just like went over everyone's heads <laughs> um but how am i back to me mm. i'm okay just okay just okay I and mean, you can really only be so okay when you're on your period if i'm being honest i mean you're and day me. two i'm not like a day four I'm day, day you know two. day two is worse than day one I agree. It is. Like that's your body, your body really has figured out the fact that you have your period. And like now that Jackie's down here, I feel like I could talk, we could talk about periods like as freely as I we want. I could talk about my period all day. Really? Yeah. Oh my God. I'm a period talker. Yeah. Cause like life is either just like waiting to get your period, being on your period or just having finished your and period. And it's not just that. It's all the th symptoms that come with it. I'm like, oh my God, why am I fucking ravenous this Starving, week and nothing yeah. will help? Why am I yelling at everybody? Why do I want to cry every five seconds? And then it's like, okay whatever you get it and you're like ah then you have to go through the week uh, mine is mine are long yeah you have to go through the week of like dealing with it right and then afterwards you're pretty much fine and then you start ovulating and you're like even worse disgusting. <laughs> yeah even worse <laughs> no but also like once it's over it's like you just survived it so you have to like talk about it oh i was just on my period like yeah it's lit i don't know how people are not talking about their periods every day of every month i just think it's so crazy like what we deal with like on a monthly basis and like it just it's just normal. No, no. And then we also have to carry the kids. It's, you know, it's so unfair. It's imbalanced. It's imbalanced. And like, I get definitely resentful when I'm on my period. I'm like, it should be you, Ben. Yeah, or we switch off. Right, right, right. You should have Ben do, like, you know, on The Bachelor, they do those dates of like 
feeling what it's like to have, like be pregnant. Oh yeah. Should I for a Patreon? That'd be hilarious. That would be hilarious. I wonder where you get that done. You can figure it out. Have you ever had a lie detector test done? No. I kind of want to take one. I would love to take one because I like feel like I could I could trick yeah my body. I'm like I really do believe that. Yes. Yeah. You know, you should do it. I know. Maybe that's a good Patreon. That is a good Patreon. We've got a fabulous show today. We've got some stories. I'm not gonna lie. There are they like the best stories ever. I feel like news has been like light. That's what Jackie and I were saying yesterday. Yesterday's episode was called the Fast Five Flop Era. Right. Because it's summertime. You know, celebrities are off gallivanting. They're not really making news. They're in Europe. The summer is always the worst stories. And like a holiday season, they also go off. So there's not a lot going on. There's some things going on, but not a crazy amount today. I'm not gonna lie to you, Margot. I would never lie to you. No, I didn't. Also, like Taylor's been quiet. I do have a little bit of Taylor news, some fallout from something that recently happened, but oh. she's been quiet as well. Yeah. It's also interesting how, like, you know, certain shows of hers are more newsworthy than others. Like, this, yes. She, the last couple of shows were in Chicago, right? And then Detroit. Detroit. And there weren't, like, a crazy amount of celebs. And there, I feel like there wasn't as much, like, news coming out of it, coming off of, like, New York shows where she did the karma thing. Like, I just feel like some shows are more buzzy than others. Yeah, for sure. And also, that's normal. Like, there's literally so many shows. Like, how, how much could we say? Yeah, but I think when she gets to LA, like, I think the next couple of weeks will be like not quiet but not crazy like with Seattle unless she's like popping out long live I had a dream last night that she did that I went to a Jonas Brothers concert and they sang long live they did <laughs> yeah and I was like okay like I got long live but like just like not with Taylor which Jonas sister are you like which brother do you I'm identify? a Joe girly you're a Joe girly I'm a Joe girly for sure I, yeah I mean I've always been a Joe girly but yeah I'm I know definitely entering my Kevin era I feel like I probably was a Nick girly like I was basic when I was young do you think Nick girlies are basic like kind of, I do not like. I just feel like everyone, everyone was a Nick girly, and then like if you were a Joe girly, like you were different. Yeah, pick me. <laughs> yeah, and then Kevin at the time, I feel like nobody really saw. And now I feel like Kevin. No, now that we're all grown and we're looking, like who would we actually want in a husband? Oh, Kevin. Kevin. In a father, Kevin. Kevin. Oh my god, he's so cute with his kids. Thank you, Kevin. That's enough. Thank you, Kevin. That's enough. Passes to Kevin. <laughs> Passes uh, to Kevin. Kevin's on here. Kevin's on here. Yeah. No, nothing. You just distracted me, so I lost my train of thought. Okay, well, should we dive in? We should dive in. I think we should dive in like Taylor. It would literally. Well, you guys, here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know. Today's episode is brought to you by Mattress Firm. Summer is here, and Mattress Firm's July 4th sale is the place to find high-quality mattresses at every price point. This is the sale you've been waiting for to upgrade your sleep. Shop in-store or online at mattressfirm.com. Whether you're having sleep trouble because of your mattress or it's just not feeling right, it is always a good idea to get a new mattress. And Mattress Firm is the best in the biz, and they have been for many years. My mattress is from Mattress Firm. I've had it for a very long time. It has aged really well. It's perfect. It's not lumpy. It gives me the right amount of support. Me and Ben both really like it, even though we're different types of sleepers. Mattress Firm carries high-quality mattresses for every price pan price point from top brands like Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, Purple, Nectar, Sleepies, Serta, and more. They carry convenient mattresses in a box if that's what you're looking for. And they also have more than just mattresses. They have bedding and accessories for your sleep needs. So adjustable bases are a way to relieve pain, help with snoring, makes watching TV and scrolling on your phone in bed easier. With their low price guarantee, you can be confident that you'll find the perfect match at the best price. There's really never been a better time to get a new mattress. When I got my mattress from Mattress Firm, I did shop one of their sales. It's a great time to save money. You get a great deal. And with July 4th coming up, 
you could spend your whole summer sleeping like a bebe. And I can't imagine a better way to spend a summer, honestly. So summer's here. Don't forget the July 4th sale at Mattress Firm is the place to find high quality mattresses at every price point. It's the sale you've been waiting to upgrade your sleep. Shop in store or online at mattressfirm.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Caraway. Get a head start on spring cleaning with Caraway. Their thoughtfully designed sets and complimentary storage make getting and staying organized easier than ever. You can now save 10% off on the full suite of Caraway products from their internet famous cook to their newly launched food storage sets. Jackie and I always talk about Caraway. You guys know. If you haven't listened to us at this point, like, what are you doing? Would you like to make a nice summer gazpacho? I'd make a chili in the summer. I'm not above it. And I'm going to be using Caraway all summer long. Their pans are the best. If you live with someone like Ben who loves to leave, like, a pan out, for hours after he's made eggs or something, you have spent many, many afternoons scrubbing pans. But with that non-stick ceramic coated surface, Caraway makes it easy to scrub your husband's pans and they're saving marriages all over the country. And I think that's beautiful. So the naturally slick surface means minimal oil or butter are required for slide off the pan eggs and easy cleaning. Their kitchenware comes in a variety of very cool and chic shades. All the sets include complimentary, easy access storage solutions. You know, if you live in an apartment like I do with not a ton of storage, you have to be really mindful about what you're bringing into your home. And Caraway is perfect. I love the way they all stack neatly. I love their food storage solutions. No more like misplacing lids and just like a drawer full of crap, you know? So it's non-toxic. Their products are made without any toxic materials like PFAs, PTFE, PFOA, or other hard-to-pronounce chemicals. Visit carawayhome.com slash toast10 to take advantage of this limited-time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for Toast listeners, so visit carawayhome.com slash toast10 or use code toast10, T-O-A-S-T-1-0, at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. Now, our first story is an update from Taylor and Maddie Healy when they were spotted out Mm. at Casa Cipriani. Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift has now canceled her membership at the swanky New York City club after pictures of her date leaked. So a a source tells Page Six that Taylor Swift has pulled her membership from the New York City swanky members only club, Casa Cipriani, after some guests posted photos of her on a date with Matt Healy last month. The club has a no photo policy and they bounced the offending members for snapping the photos of Taylor and the 1975 rocker. When reached for comment, the club, though, denied that Swift bailed on being a member. So Page Six reported that at least three members got kicked out for taking pictures of Taylor, and then that same source added that Taylor came knowing the policy and then had to leave because they the photos were taken of her right. but they are now cracking down like crazy. The private club let everyone know um, that two memberships were permanently banned and then a third was put on suspension and has to reapply for the membership which means they'll They're never not get back in. in. Um, but I think it's interesting that Page Six is just reporting that she pulled her membership but Page, well, then Casa Cipriani was like no she did Here's the thing. I have a really hard time and even like with any major celeb, I don't think that they are have memberships to these places. So what I was going to say is like, I feel like both parties are telling the truth. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think Taylor canceled her membership, but I don't think she ever had a membership. I don't think when you're at that level of celebrity, you need memberships to the clubs. They're more than happy to have you come and like be photographed outside. Yes, exactly. So I don't like, there's no way she's like paying monthly membership. Right. Like, it's like, like what? Like, a couple thousand dollars a year. There's no way that she needs that. No. And I think like, they need it way more. I think she will never return for sure. But I don't think she had like a full membership that she then pulled revoked. You know, I never really thought about it, but I do find it so interesting how like photos like leaked so quickly from that. And like when she goes to like zero bond, like never, 
not not a morsel. So what had happened was I think the photo that really took the internet by storm was there was a dad there who took mm. a picture to his daughter and sent a picture to his daughter. That's fine. Which is fine. Like no one would ever know about it. But then the daughter literally tweeted, my dad, or like my uncle or whatever, and literally exposed who it was. Wow. If, it, if it had like surfaced on like a fan page, they yeah. might not have been able to track down yeah. who it was. But the girl, I guess, got so excited and didn't really think about you know, what it would cost the person who sent her that photo. And was just like, oh my God, my dad's a Casa Cipriani and so, and literally named him. That's just so dumb. I know. I'm sure he's pissed. Yeah, for sure. Because he probably goes there like for business and yeah. stuff. No, and like that's a really hard membership club to get into. Yeah. So once you're in, it's like, oh, phew. But and then it's like, what if you apply to like other like membership places? Like, are you now deemed as the photo taker? Right. There might be like a stain on your record. Like you have um, a red flat, whatever it's called. A stain on your permanent record. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a suspension or an expulsion from school. No, it's like you're on um, like the no-fly list yeah, exactly. of membership clubs. Did you uh, watch Never Have I Ever, the Mindy Kaling Netflix show? No. You would love it. Really? Yeah, and I, me and Ben just watched the fourth and final season. It was so cute. Well, there's four seasons. Yeah, and it's it's like all through high school. And I like that they ended it at senior year. And like, don't pretend. Like, oh, we're going to college. We'll do long distance. Oh, honestly, it sounds like a show I would watch. Yeah, and it's just like very well written. Mindy Kaling does such a good job of like writing about teenagers, not in like a cringe way. She yeah. like gets the culture. She does yeah. Sex Lives of College Girls. So Wait, what? That's a Mindy Kaling show. It is? Margo, everything good in this world is a Mindy Kaling thing. Oh, but I didn't know that. I still haven't watched the second season. Save it. It's so good. Yeah, like, I was thinking heavenly. about it recently. So that's a different... It's, it's a little different. It's like less sexy. Obviously, college girls are a little bit more... Also, like, it would be incredibly weird, I feel like, if it was, like, sexy high school. I yeah. mean, I guess that's euphoria, but, like, that's a whole other yeah, it's thing. A, it's like, they talk about, like, losing your virginity and right. stuff, but not in, like, a gross way. Yeah. Um, which is actually an amazing segue to a story that I'm going to move up now to the second story. Oh, okay, great. Have you been hearing about The Idol? Yes. Have you watched... No, I like refuse to support. Me too. Also because Jake Sheen like posted a quote that was in it last night. Okay, so that's what the story is. Okay. So viewers of the new HBO Max show, The Idol, are horrified Mm -hmm. by the weekend's dialogue during a sex scene with Lily Rose Depp. So the premise of the show is Lily Rose Depp plays this like pop star who gets involved in like a cult and it's all very like dark Hollywood, which I think conceptually doesn't sound like a bad show, but it's from the creator of Euphoria, who we know is like a fucking weird guy. Mm -hmm. And... It gets brushed over a lot, like what goes on in Euphoria, because the show is very good. And it's like, yeah, there's weird elements that are like kind of inappropriate and bizarre. But like the show overall is good. So like we take it. Yeah. But people are um, not loving the idol. And so the weirdness is just the only thing kind of shining through. Right, right, right. And there's only been two episodes and there's still like all this conversation being had. And what everyone's talking about is this sex scene. Um, so a nasty sex scene from the idol is changing the way that people perceive the weekend. A, the Canadian singer, whose real name is Abel, um, co-created the HBO series along Euphoria's creator, Sam yeah. Levinson. He also appears in the series. He plays a character named Tedros Tedros, who's an enigmatic... Enigmatic. By the way, that's weird. Yeah. Do you think maybe I like read... I like skimmed this story before we started... And you think maybe it was like in my brain? I didn't consciously read enigmatic. I think so because I don't really know that enigmatic is in your voca- daily right. vocabulary. Well, I do when I think of like enigmatic, I think of Erica Jane. I'm an enigma wrapped in a riddle. I think and of cash. Enigma by Lady Gaga. Also a great reference. Okay. So Tedros Tedros is an enigmatic club owner and cult leader who worms his way into the life of a troubled pop star, Jocelyn, who's play- played by Lily Rose Depp. However, the show has already attracted controversy, most notably over accusations that it depicts an exploitive and misogynistic attitude towards women. One particular scene in episode two, which was broadcast on HBO on Sunday, 
has left viewers cringing in embarrassment. It shows a fully clothed Tedros, The weekend, okay. ordering a naked and blindfolded Jocelyn to fulfill his sexual fantasies as he oogles her, ogles her from afar. Ogles. At, oh, thank you. <laughs> uh, at once, that's like happens like because I just read those words like they're usually in books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I never know how to pronounce it. At one point, he says, "Okay, I'm not gonna repeat this." No, but you have to say it. Effin stretch that tiny little p word. Oh, that wasn't even a bad one that I saw. What did you see? Let me pull up his story. Um, and people were like quaking from this. People took to social media saying, I will never see the weekend the same after this. He definitely gives me the eck after this episode. That scene is straight up nasty, very off-putting, a very hard watch. And then more people have criticized just the singer's acting skills. What did you read? <laughs> also, his face. <laughs> um, he said, imagine my tongue on your pee, my fat tongue. <laughs> just like... <laughs> it's just like some things don't need to be written no and what's so f funny i guess is like no you know what what no no i some things because what i was saying is like this is really dark but like i think for a lot of people who read smut i was just thinking that like sometimes there's like sing this is like just gross way of saying it but like in smut they say really dirty things yeah but it's but i different. think reading it is so different than like seeing somebody verbally say it which is why those books are so popular because it's very much a fantasy in real life yes. those things are cringe yes a thousand percent i think that when you like connect someone's vo voice voice to these things it automatically makes it weird yeah but like Okay, so many things. One, I didn't know that The Weeknd was an actor or trying to be an actor. Well, I think this is like his foray into it. Okay. Being like a co-creator and an actor. Are you going to watch? No. Me neither. At first, I'm not going to lie, like I was curious. People were saying the show was freaky and weird. And like, you know, there were a lot of rumors before it came out that it was like a very toxic set environment and like the girls weren't being protected. And it was oh. very sexually explicit and they weren't following all the guidelines. Like when you do have sex in a show, there has to be like an intimacy coordinator. Like right, there's like all the this stuff. There are all these rules. And apparently Euphoria, not Euphoria, well, I'm sure, but apparently the idol like wasn't fully following and like a lot of people spoke out to, I think it was like a Rolling Stone expose. But people, you know, they continued on. No, nothing happened. And now it's out. And people were like, well, I don't know what was going on behind the scenes. But on the scenes, it's fucking weird. Fucking weird. And it's just giving the ick. I know. And also, like, I love Lily Rose Depp. And I wish she wasn't part of it. I don't really have any sort of affliction towards Lily Rose Depp. I've never seen her in anything. I think she's, like, stunningly beautiful. You know, and she's, like, literally the definition of Nepo Baby. And, like, I'm living for it. Like, for sure. For sure, like, for sure. Tell me somebody who gets an HBO show starring role who I, 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 I'm sure she's been in stuff. I've never seen her in anything. Oh my God, really? I feel like- What is she in? No, I don't know that I've seen her in anything, but I feel like she's like been acting her whole life or has she been modeling? Perhaps modeling. Yeah, because I feel like she's been around. Yeah, who's Lily Rose Depp's mother? I have no Not idea. Not Kate Moss, right? That's someone else. Lily Rose That's Depp. That's Lily That's her Moss. sister. Oh, they're sisters? Lily Rose Depp, father. Oh no, parents. Wait, yeah. I get like the whole Depp Moss- people confused her parents are oh yeah johnny depp and vanessa paradis who's like the woman johnny was married to for a really long time and then did he marry kate moss he did i don't know if they kate moss johnny depp i do believe they were in like a, a relationship or like a marriage um let, let me just clear all this up and then who is um kate moss's daughter they dated for three years they were never married okay but then is it Kate Moss's daughter or her sister? I can never remember. Lottie. Lottie, I think, is her daughter. No, I think it's her sister. 
sister Lottie, but Kate, yeah, but Kate has a sister, has a daughter named something else with an L. Yeah. Lila. That's why I was oh, confused. okay. Okay, but those girlies are not in relation to Johnny Depp at no, all. No, not at all. But no, Lily Rose Depp is like the perfect looking specimen. She's, you know, royalty in Hollywood. Yep. And that's how you just roll on to an HBO show. But I don't know if anyone was expecting it to be as kind of controversial as it is. Yeah. And there are just like a lot of, there are also just feel like they just don't care. There's also very, 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 very few people in this world who could pull off saying something like gross like that and not making it cringe. And I think The Weeknd, who is not a professional actor, might have just flopped, which is okay. Viola Davis said it, you know, not everything, you gotta flop every once in a while. For sure. It's a part of the Because if you don't experience. flop, then when you, what's opposite of flop? Oh my God, that's so funny that you said that literally yesterday. Jackie was trying to say something and she was like, what's the opposite of flop? Yeah. We don't know. Somebody suggested flip. No, maybe like like thrive yeah whatever you can't thrive without flopping because then you don't know that you're thriving that's exactly what viola davis said when she kind of got dragged for her portrayal of michelle obama in that showtime show it was just oh yeah it was it wasn't like the best acting performance and she was like you know what like you gotta flop yeah and i was like yes i loved the acknowledgement of maybe like she did it on purpose being in your flop era so that you can be in your thrive era for sure but i'm so afraid to be in my flop era of course what's more terrifying than that yeah i'm just gonna like i, I just feel like my flop era i i went through it already yeah 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 i definitely went through my flop era when i had my mole yeah you know what was your flop era um you tell me oh my god no this is like a great way to get into a fight no no no. because actually, this is like the games they play on housewives yeah, before yeah, they yeah. get into no, a fight. No, no, no no i know but i just feel like you would know i feel like your flop era the thing is, you're always perfect to me, so I, you don't have a flop, flop era. That was a really nice, easy way. Out. I really can't think of one. I, f I can think of one, but like I don't really know if it's a flop era. I think it's just called college. <laughs> Literally. You know? Yeah, I was definitely flopping all over the place. Oh my God. And, but what was sad is like, I thought I was like hot shit. But that's and thing. then I go back and I look and I'm like, girly pop. But that's the thing about adolescence is like, you're always trying to find yourself and you go through like various weird stages thinking like, oh, I found myself. I'm riding my skateboard. Like, this is who I'm meant to be. Remember us on our penny boards? Right. Like, you go through these weird phases to ultimately get to who you are today. Right, right. And who you are today, you might look back on and cringe. Isn't that scary? Yes, but I, f I feel pretty confident in who I am today. I don't know that I would look back on me right now. But you would have said that in college too. No, yes. I, I don't think I would have. You would have. I don't think I would have. You would say like, this is who I am. Like, I need to work on my art. Leave me alone. Mommy ruining my life. That was like, you. Literally. <laughs> but I would have, like, if you would have asked me, I would have said like, this is who I'm meant to be and I will always be this person. Mm. It's just what I'm saying counts. Are you ready for some, some news? I am. Also, there is something I want to discuss, but I don't know if it's a Fast Five. What is it? Summer I Turn Pretty. Let's talk about it. The trailer. The trailer. The August. kind of orchestral version of August by Taylor Swift. They're always putting Taylor Swift in their soundtrack. Last season for the trailer, I think it was This Love, right? Was it? This love this is good, this love is And then the actual soundtrack had Lover. Cruel Summer. The Way I Loved You. Oh, oh The Way I Loved You, that scene. Uh, I read those books maybe three years ago, and I felt like a little too old to be reading it, but yeah. it was kind of like a guilty pleasure, like teeny bopper young adult romance, and it was really sweet. And now I'm three years older, and the way I'm so invested and like obsessed with the show. I read the books five years ago when I was in college and I... That's a perfect time to read them. Yeah, but even then I felt too old. Yeah. Um, 
And I thought they were good. I wasn't like de- like dying for it. And then the show came out and I was like, oh my God, so good. And then I reread all of the books just because I wanted to know what happened. What happened, even though I feel like I don't know that they're completely going to like. Stick. I think they will. No, I think they will in terms of like storyline, yeah. like who she ends up with. But in terms of like how the, to get there, I don't know that it'll be the same. Yeah. Um, but no, the way that I'm like just like obsessed. No, same. Like just Jenny Hand does such a good job at like like bringing her work to life yes but also like she just like has her like finger on the pulse in terms of like just like getting taylor involved and like i mean i don't know if that was her no but like i don't know if it was her but i definitely she's a huge swifty yeah and so is lola so i'm sure that whoever the person is that's in charge of getting sound rights yeah she was like you need to get taylor to approve and then when everyone was dying that taylor was part of it i'm sure taylor then reached out yeah it's literally the best show it's so beautifully done like where is cousins i'm going no i know that house was stunning I know. I'm so I can't believe there are people who are not Team Conrad. Like it's disgusting. I'm so it team makes Con- like no sense. No, Jeremiah is no, they're like trying to be, not they're trying it. to be a Joe girly. It's like pick me energy. Like yeah. Jeremiah is not it. He ne- will never be it. He never was it. Nope. Like it's so clearly. He's also con- like borderline annoying. Yeah, he's like immature on the yeah. show. Like Conrad, yeah, he's like moody and stuff because he's like going through he's stuff. He's finding himself, it. and he needs he needs belt be- belly belly. <laughs> That's kind of like the only problem I have with the book, belly. Like, it should be Bella. Don't call a girl Belly. Like, it's not nice. No, it's so mean. It's so, it's not nice. Thank God she doesn't have any, like, body image issues. Because if she did and everyone was running around, you know, belly. The, be- the beach calling her Belly. <laughs> yeah. That would be destructive. I couldn't agree more. Toward her mental health and self-confidence. A thousand percent. And it's soon, July 14th. I can't wait. I literally remember I was at a wedding, like a destination wedding in Montreal the last time it came out. And my TV had Netflix and I almost cried. I watched the entire thing the wedding weekend. Like I couldn't wait till I got home. No, I'm watching it the night it comes out. I'm, but also I kind of want to rewatch the first one. Like let's relive it again. Yeah, I, I rewatched it twice, but I would rewatch it again. It is far and away the best show. And, it, and I know it's like I'm too old for it. But what I like about it is that it doesn't make me feel weird. No, watching and it's also it. like a sort of like nostalgia that's what it is so it's like we're not watching it being like oh we're in the same position as these people right but it's it like, like it brings you back to when you were that age it like glorifies that time in your life when like you're getting older and like you start liking like having like real relationships yeah. and you think it's like the great love of your life right it's you're right nostalgia is the perfect word mm-hmm. oh i can't wait i'm actually gonna like literally run home and watch the first season again okay but the story i was gonna get into which was not that is aaron Rodgers is confusing people because he attended the 2023 Tony Awards and everyone on the internet was beyond confused. He's been doing weird things lately. He caused quite the reaction on social media after his surprising attendance to the 76th annual award show celebrating Broadway stars on Sunday night. He arrived with his uh, New York Jets teammate, CJ Uzoma. So he was sleekly dressed. He looked great. But everyone was like, what why are the you fuck? Here? I have a theory. Well, uh, we, we do find out why. But I would have thought... Um, yeah, it's weird, but he's like a New Yorker That's now. That's what I'm saying. And he's the star of, the, he's going to bring this franchise back to life. Right. When you become like the star of a New York team, New York teams aren't great. So like when they have a star player, Carmelo Anthony, like you become like the most famous person in New York. You're on the cover of the New York Post mm-hmm. every day. Like, yeah. That's just par for the course. So going to, what's more, what's more of a New York event than the Tonys? No, for sure. I feel like he's, like they're in their off season now. So he is like, I need to be the boy about town in New York. Like, Go to all the hot spots, go to all the hot things, Taylor Swift, like just like 
And so I like he's doing his part, which is isn't this what we would want him to be doing as the face of New York? So people like took to social media and were like, the way Aaron Rodgers looks at the Tonys is the exact way I picture him looking at the Tonys. <laughs> um, Aaron Rodgers looks like he just spotted a member of his family at the Tonys. Are my eyes messed up or is that Aaron Rodgers at the Tonys? Aaron Rodgers at the Tonys is like Nathan Lane at the ESPYs. So um, it didn't it, it then did come out that the teammate he arrived with, who his name was CJ. I'm sorry, I'm literally having a stroke. <laughs> CJ Zoma was actually a producer of one of the shows. So he was there to He's like supporting support. a teammate. There was a connection. It was definitely bizarre, but like not really actually. And also, even if that wasn't the case, like I, I, I think th- what we said. I don't think it's, I don't see it as a problem. No, me neither. It makes a little sense. Do you think he made, met Lee and Michelle? That's a good question. Did you see the picture of, of Lee and Michelle and Alex Noel? No. Her Glee yeah, co-star know. who won a Tony. Um, I think a lot of people were like quaking that they were going to be in the same room because when a lot of people, you know, came out speaking about Leah, like I think Alex was, you know, involved. Oh, and in a bad way? Yeah, like not in a complimentary way. Right. And Leah posted a photo with Alex and was like, congratulations. Because Alex won a Tony. Oh, I saw her whole story, but I guess I just didn't put it together. Um, yeah. And she's also just like, it's like a Glee moment. Yeah. I saw her post a photo with Darren Chris, but, mm. but we know that they're thick as thieves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. LMDC tour. Oh my god! And when they went on tour together, Leah, Michelle, and Darren Chris, and they couldn't come up with a better name for the tour than the LMDC. LMDC. So true. Did you that see was her disappointing. Post? Did I somewhere see Rachel Berry is yes. Just like I feel like her run is almost up. Have you seen it? Are you okay? Did you come with me? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I forgot. No, she extended. No, I know, but like that was a while ago. Yeah, but I feel like she'll extend again. Honestly. Isn't it sad that she couldn't win the Tony? Because like only when you reprise the role are you eligible. Like Beanie would have been eligible. Oh, that's what it is? Yeah. She wasn't even nominated. She's not eligible for that category. Oh, it's only like the original cast. Like when the show first comes that's out. That's so fucked. Yeah. I was wondering why. Yeah. Because obviously she, if she had been nominated, she would have won. won. She brought Broadway back. Right. But she's not eligible for the nomination. At least they let her host, right? She hosted? No, she Am I host. making things up? Yeah, she just performed, I think. Oh. I don't think they would have let her host. Like, it's too much. It's too much. Like, yeah. No, I don't think so. Oh, okay. Um, okay, so Aaron Rodgers had his reasons. I can't wait to see where he goes next. got reasons. Just, just like, like you. Today's episode is brought to you by Lululemon, specifically the Lululemon shorts. They were made to stretch, flex, and support the infinite ways of working out, giving you the courage to leap into something totally new and unexpected. So they have tons of fabulous shorts at Lululemon. I feel like Lululemon is a go-to destination for so many of you guys. But with summertime, it's so hot in the studio today. I wish I was wearing my Lululemon shorts. With summertime, you know, kind of being here already, it's so hot. You're running errands. You're working out. You need comfortable shorts that are going to absorb, you know, all the uh, moisture in your nether regions. And Lululemon is a brand that you can trust. So the Hottie Hot Short is one of my favorites. They're a comfortable short with a comfortable range of motion so you can move freely with confidence. Their lightweight, swift fabric lets in airflow so you can move without baggage. It's designed to wick away sweat before you even notice that it's there. They also have the Wonder Train Short. It's a short with supportive stretch that keeps you dry. It's powered by Everlux fabric. The Wonder Train collection manages heat and sweat so you stay comfortable and focused. It's sweat wicking, quick drying, and really supportive in terms of stretch. I will not put any 
anything on my body that does not stretch. It's just not like at a, I'm at a point in my life where that's just my rule. And everything at Lululemon is so comfortable, weightless, fabulous. They also have great men's stuff. You know, Father's Day coming up. For the man in your life, you can get them the pace breaker short. It's a versatile short that's up to any challenge. It has secure storage, which means you can keep things close without feeling them bounce around. So get into the Lululemon shorts at lululemon.com. That's L-U-L-U lemon.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Article. Summer's on its way, and have you been dreaming up ideas for your outdoor space and how to make the most of it? Well, the time is now. You don't want to spend another summer with, like, you know, unusable outdoor seating areas. That's why you got to check out Article, you guys. The best thing about summer is getting to do all of your favorite indoor things outside. So that means having meals, watching movies, falling asleep on the couch. Everything is just better al fresco, especially under the summer stars. So check out Article. They believe in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online-only model, they have some really delightful prices, too. So their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs make furniture shopping simple. Their team of designers are all about finding the perfect balance between style, quantity, and price. They're dedicated to thoughtful craftsmanship that stands the test of time and looks good doing it. So there's so many things to love about Article. One, their price points are really fair. They're good quality furniture. They have a ton of different styles. So whether you're going for like a coastal grandmother aesthetic, you can find whatever you're looking for at Article. But really, I think the best part of Article is the shipping. Jackie's out. She has like the screened in porch area in her house. And she got a ton of furniture from Article. And I was actually there when the, it got delivered. It was so efficient. They were so communicative. It did not take a crazy long time, which a lot of furniture companies are doing now. So it's affordable shipping across the US and Canada. They won't leave you waiting around because you pick the delivery time and they send you updates every step of the way. Their customer care team is super knowledgeable. So when you need them, they will be there to make sure your experience is smooth and stress-free. And they're offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more, which is pretty fabulous. To claim, visit article.com slash toast and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash T-O-A-S-T for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Ready for our next story, which is kind of sad. Well, no, it's sad. Pat, Pat Sajak has announced his retirement from Wheel of Fortune. After 41 seasons, he says the time has come. On Monday, the 76-year-old TV personality announced that he would retire after the show's upcoming 41st season, which begins filming in September. Well, the time has come. I've decided that our 41st season, which begins in September, will be my last. It's been a wonderful ride, and I'll have more to say in the coming months. Many thanks to you all. Um, he posted it on Twitter, which is, you know, very cool of him, very relaxed. Pat Sajak relaxed um and now of course while this is sad everyone's like well who is it gonna be right right well i mean you know what it's sad it makes sense no it's it is time it is time like you can't do something forever but you know he's really a staple in the homes of millions of americans i think a lot of people have seen him on their tv show like you know their grandparents have seen them yes for sure so it begs the question who fills the role who fills the role and i think so you know Wheel of Fortune, Vanna White. Yes. Okay, because people are saying they're, who, they're grooming somebody's daughter to take over Vanna White. Was it Pat Sajax? Oh, I didn't know that. That's what I saw. Oh, that's Either interesting. Either Vanna White's daughter or Pat Sajak's daughter. But then what, Vanna would then become Pat? No, Vanna, like, will retire when as she's well. she's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, when Jeopardy, when Alex Trebek passed away, like, a few people came to mind to be replacements. I think a lot of people immediately assumed Ken Jennings. Um... So there was like a few people in the running. I really can't think of anyone who's going to fill in. I feel like it'll be like a professional host. Yes. I'm thinking. Also because like it's a lot of work. It's a daily show. It's it's a lot of work. They film like a million episodes a year. Yeah. It's a great job. It's a I great like it's a job. coveted job. It's a job with a lot of, you know, job security. I feel like they're going to go with a youngin. Yeah. 
Um, not too young. Not no no no. But like thirties, forties. Yeah. Hmm. I know. Maybe a woman. Maybe I mean maybe Vanna. Right? Is that I don't know. Is that a bad call? I think so because like if Vanna's still on the show, like she should be doing like what she's known to be doing. I think. Yeah. I mean, uh, can we talk about Havana has like the best job in the whole world? No, literally, she doesn't even speak. Yeah. I mean, look <laughs> at this picture of, of, of Vanna White and Pat Sajak from when they first started. Like, they've been doing this for 40 years. You know it's, what's so crazy is that like they didn't end up together. I know, but like, yeah, that's actually a good point. I think when I was younger, like, I thought they were married. Yeah, of course. But they're not. They're not. They're probably just really good friends or they hate each other. He began hosting the Wheel of Fortune in 1981. That's so That's crazy. so crazy. Talk about job security. Do you, but, and they, they won't just end the show, right? No, It's no, like a, no. it's a staple in American culture. Also, for, I'm sure the ratings are still good. Like, why would they? Right, right. Um, Vanna said, like, years ago in an interview, I don't even want to think about that, Pally, uh, Pat or Pat. us leaving. I mean, we're a team. That's depressing. I don't even want to think about it. So they've never, like, really said who they, what they think will happen after their time. They, like, just assumed it would go on forever. Right. Um, well, I am available, would you do it? Yeah. Okay. You know that I mean like you have to move to LA. No, I feel like they would do it here for me, you know? Oh, for sure. They would like know that like you couldn't leave your family. Right, like, right. But it's a dream job, honestly. You literally do nothing. That's true. And you're just like and you just like are like whoosh. No, you don't even do it. The other all the contestants do it. You do it once at the end. Oh yeah. For the final spin. Have you ever even watched Wheel yeah, of Fortune? like Four Desperate Housewives? No, literally. I only, I've, as a kid, like, I, yeah, I watched it, but, like, either because it was, like, on a Grammy and Pop's house. Yeah. Or, um... It was, like, I was waiting for my show. For Desperate Housewives. Yeah. Channel 7. Mm. Can you believe how young we were watching Desperate Housewives? I'm always talking about that. Um, no. Also, a lot of things. Like, me, especially, because I had three older sisters. Right. So, like, I would watch whatever you guys watch. Like, The O.C. Yeah, that was a dark show. Yeah, that was a dark show. Gossip Girl, but, like, Gossip Girl was fun. Like, I didn't think that that was fine. Yeah, but I also feel like Gossip Girl was a little bit later i think we were in like i was in high school for gossip girls so i you, was in middle high school like yeah, both like seventh eighth ninth but yeah no the oc i remember watching like no like so, marissa yeah. was like always going down like dark Mur murder they covered some like heavy topics gun violence that yeah. episode yeah, yeah yeah yeah. they covered they covered some heavy shit like that we might have been too young to be watching for sure but desperate housewives yeah but desperate housewives was so aesthetically pleasing to watch that i feel like that's really all i cared about was like the suburban like Brie with her hair and like whatever. But then I don't really think I understood what was going on. Okay, wait, I'm so glad you brought that up because Never Have I Ever is filmed on Wisteria Lane. Does it look like it? Yeah, I mean. Didn't you go to Wisteria Lane once? I did. Davy and her mom live in Susan Meyer's house. It's like a little different, but if you know Wisteria Lane, you know it. And every now and then they're like driving or bikes biking like down the street and it's Wisteria Lane. Across the street from their house, like sometimes you can see when they're like standing outside their house, is Lynette's house. Mm. And all the houses, like they can be taken down and like changed a little bit, but the outside is still very much the same. Like Susan's is yellow, Lynette's is green. Yeah. Like, and uh, when I went to Wisteria Lane. I did um, Daily Pop on the Universe a lot and Justin Sylvester like gave me a tour and I was like, we went to um, where they, what's the town in, um, fuck me in the ass. What's Heart, it? Heart of Dixie? Yes. Uh, Bluebell. Bluebell, which is also I think Stars Hollow from Gilmore Girls. Okay. Then I was like, is Wisteria Lane here? He was like, oh yeah. And we went and Gabby Solis's house is like, I think the only one that hasn't changed a bit we like sat on the steps it was one of the coolest things no that is so cool like that just is like so iconic iconic also heart of dixie iconic show not talked about enough yeah i never finished it 
Oh my god, you should. I know. Long live the heart. Long live the soul. Who knows what it wants? It need to breathe. Sure, I have no idea what you're talking about. They came on the show and they like performed at one of like the town functions, like the church bake sale. No, like you know they always had like their block parties. Yeah, um, those towns are like not real. No, I know they're not actually real. No, but, like, shit like that doesn't happen. I know, and if it does, I need to go. Uh, no, I dream to like live in a small town where like you know nobody pays taxes and they all just like live in nice houses and like work like never and there's every weekend there's like you know the the church dance off or the library read along like there's always these yeah mo- like where is that did you ever watch virgin river Mm-mm. because it's it's literally the plot of heart of dixie just like a bit more dramatic and like older what channel Netflix mm-hmm. and the do you remember you know remember the doctor who was always mean to Rachel Bielsen like when she came into Bielsen the yeah yeah <laughs> he's the same doctor who's mean to the new nurse it's the same thing that's weird yeah and Scott Porter is in Heart of Dixie yes from Jason Night Street from Friday Night Lights he's also do you watch um George Ginny and Georgia no you don't no for some reason I like can't get into the like never have I ever Ginny and Georgia's like oh my god Margot you have to watch Ginny and Georgia <laughs> Olivia made me watch it she's like it's so bad but it's so good and that's literally the definition it's the worst show on television okay um and like you will hate Ginny but she's just like a young girl going through it you know you can't blame um, them you can't blame her and it's and Scott Porter's in it at least he like has got like a nice career I feel like if I could want to be anyone like in terms of level of fame like Scott Porter definitely lives a very nice normal life he probably makes a lot of money he has like an iconic role but he's not so famous he can go to the grocery store and like maybe one person will ask him for a selfie or like he'll walk by and everyone will be like why does that guy look so familiar yes giving like Judy Greer energy yeah yeah you know Judy Greer yeah She's also like, I think that like a very well-known person. Not really. I think. Oh, was she the one in 13 going on 30? Yes. Okay. She's like the friend in everything. I think the title of her memoir was, um, I don't know where you know me from. That's a good name. Because people are always like, where do I know you from? And that's her. I think that's so rude. It's so rude. But I think she took her power back. Let me just make sure I'm not making that up. Judy Greer memoir. I feel like that's also a good book. I don't know what you know me from. Confession. My life as a co-star. That's wow. a, such That's a good funny. name. That's and funny. I feel like her book is good. I kind of want to read it. Um, so she's very much like giving Scott Porter energy. Yeah. Like they both have iconic roles, 13 going on 30, but they've also been in everything, never as the star. Right. Taylor Kitsch can't go anywhere. Taylor Kitsch can't go anywhere. Rachel Bielsen can't go anywhere. No, Rachel Bielsen. Why can't you say her name? Bielsen. Rachel Bielsen. Bielsen. Rachel Bielsen. <laughs> Rachel Bielsen. Bielsen. What is it? Bielsen. Bielsen. I like Bielsen. Bielsen. <laughs> I like Rachel Bielsen. She's really spirited. Rachel Bielsen. Um, Rachel Bielsen is like a A-list. Like she's like a star. 100%. She is not no in the same category. What. She's not in the same category. No. Although I do wish her and, you know, Seth Cohen had worked out. Same, but Seth Cohen and Blair Waldorf, like you couldn't have asked for a better crossover. But like, don't you think Leighton Meester and Rachel Bielsen are the like, same person? Cut from the same cloth? A thousand percent. Yeah, he obviously has a type. Yes, for sure. I love that for him. All right, are you ready for our fifth and final story? I am. Which like, honestly is a story like I genuinely like, do not care about, but it was on the cover of every single thing. And I feel like maybe people care about Ezra Miller. I don't know who that is. Okay. So Ezra Miller made his first public showing for the first time in nearly, in nearly two years on Monday night after attending the LA premiere of The Flash. So I obviously had never heard of Ezra Miller until um, 
all these allegations came out about him and there was like this video that went around of him like choking a woman and a lot of misconduct allegations came about him. So, oh, the first time I learned about him was like, oh, he's done. You know, that's what my first interaction was with him. Oh, he'll never work in this town again. Okay. Um, But now it's like nobody cares. He's going to this big premiere of a movie. Um, He spoke openly about the misconduct allegations levied against them and various legal woes that he addressed, they addressed their fans and many industry players at the Chinese theater in Hollywood. So uh, there was a big show of acknowledging Warner Brothers, the Discovery CEO, um, basically thanking them for their grace and discernment and, and care in the context of my life and in bringing this moment to fruition. So here's basically what Sounds happened. Sounds like a lot of words. Ezra Miller like became famous and then all these things happened in the course of like a couple of weeks. Miller was charged with felony burglary in Vermont. Police investigated their involvement in a robbery at a private residence. In 2020, a video emerged depicting Ezra Miller as they appeared to be choking a woman outside a bar in Iceland. No charges were filed. The actor was also arrested twice in Hawaii. Once oh, for, so he's just a criminal all over right, the world. Once for disorderly conduct and harassment. Pled no contest to a single count of misdemeanor disorderly conduct in the Hawaii case and paid a $500 fine. The harassment charge was dismissed. But then he received a rock star welcome at the Flash premiere introduced by director Andy Muschietti. Uh, so, yeah. I just find it interesting how like I find it interesting how the machine picks yeah. and chooses who to cancel, who to hold accountable. If it's, if you're going to hold people accountable, hold everyone accountable. If you're going to hold not everyone accountable, don't hold anyone accountable. Right. Because I guess they're varying degrees. But this reminds me of like somebody who was, you know, actively acting and promoting stuff who had allegations come out. Army Hammer. Right. They replaced his role in a movie with mm-hmm. Josh Duhamel. They he was on Death on the Death on the Nile was already filmed and they did like a fake premiere didn't invite him like the movie was kind of swept under the rug right um even though it was actually a very good movie I was about to say such a good movie we watched it so it's just interesting how also like Army Hammer would be arguably harder to like because he's he was established at the time right. to like do he every, was a household name yeah like to like get rid like not get rid of yeah, but like get rid of. get rid of whereas this guy no one knows him from he's Adam very well like, uh, easy, not well known easy to have just been like oh well we tried we gave you a shot you kind of botched it bye yeah I feel like people at least for me my only experience with Ezra Miller, Miller is the bad things about him right so it's just I always find it so interesting who Hollywood like chooses and doesn't choose there's such a selective outrage yes and it's like I guess we're not caring about Ezra Miller okay cool so, noted noted I was never going to see The Flash. I don't particularly know or care about Ezra Miller. Me neither. And my life remains unaffected. But I guess if you're in the DC Marvel world, like this is big news for you. Oh, yeah. The DC Marvel world is a whole other thing. I have not seen. This is just kind of like a crazy fact about me. Like I've never seen a Marvel movie. I don't know which I've seen. I think you saw Wonder Woman, which is Marvel slash DC. I'm sorry. I don't know which one is which. I don't know which one's which. Like I've seen Wonder Woman. I've seen some of the Superman movies. You have? Like, I mean, the OG ones, remember, with, like, Andrew Garfield? I feel like we saw. Spider-Man? Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, no, I saw, uh, and I saw Toby the, Maguire. Oh, Toby Maguire. I saw him. And then I saw the most recent one with Zendaya and... Was it good? Yeah, they're so cute. Yeah. Um, And then I've seen... I think I weirdly saw Black Widow once. I tried to take Magnolia to a movie, and it was just not the type. Just you and Magnolia? No, no, no. And I was with a friend. That was your flop era. Yeah, no, literally. And she was like barking the whole time because it's so <gasps> like not not actually barking. Like I could hear her growl, so I'd like hold her. Oh my god, I took Theo to lunch a few like a week ago, and he barked in the middle of the quiet restaurant. It was one of the most horrifying things. Yeah, ever no, happened. it's it's extremely frightening. Um, and then I saw 
what else is there? I don't know. But I actually kind of want to get into it. I feel like it's like a whole world. Oh, Batman I've seen, obviously. Ben made me see Batman with, uh, well, we saw the one with Heath Ledger, like when we were younger. I didn't see it. Dark Knight Rises. I never oh, wait, saw it. Wait, it's one of my favorite movies. No, I know. Did you never see my comedy special, Disgrace Queen, where I talk about Dark Knight Rises and how I've never seen it? I mean, I was on tour with you and I don't remember that. Yeah, like about how I just used to like lie about stuff for no reason. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When people yeah. be like, have you seen Dark Knight Rises? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Even though I hadn't. It's so good. Available to stream now on Amazon Prime. I want to see the new Batman with um, Robert Pattinson, which I know came out like a year ago. Yeah, me too. But I only want to see it because Robert Pattinson. And Ben is like a Batman obsessed. Is he? And he didn't love it. But I think mm. he just feels deeply connected to Christian Bale. That's and who it was. And Heath Ledger. Yeah. He was the Joker. Yeah. What? Are you no? I don't know. Like this whole universe, I don't because like okay. And then there's the Joker movies. Yeah, with Joaquin Phoenix. Is that DC Marvel? I'm I'm gonna assume it because those feel like more elevated art films. Maybe right? No, but honestly, like Dark Knight Rises even feels like more elevated art films too than like the Avengers. Yeah, Avenger Endgame. Yeah, I wanna be an Endgame. And also, I know how Avengers Endgame ends. Like somebody told me. Oh, don't tell me. Also. Did you have any FOMO for Ed Sheeran this weekend? No. I didn't think I would, but I saw like everybody there. Margo. Except we, he wasn't went, one. I asked when someone told me, I was like, how was it? And they were like, so good, like amazing. I was like, was it a one man show? And they were like, yeah. We went to an Ed Sheeran concert and like, I'm sorry. It was just not a good concert. Like I'm not into the whole intimate setting at a, at stadium. a stadium. Like I need you to have a band. No, it's like if it's just you, your guitar and your loop. Like, that's cool for maybe for an acoustic a couple set. songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, if I can hear the planes flying above the stadium louder than I can hear you, what's, what are we doing here? I understand. Like, and stadiums also, are stadiums. We saw Life Goes On with Luke and Ed Sheeran. Like, I'm good. That song, that collab that Ed Sheeran did with Luke Holmes, I feel like nobody's talking about it. It's the, I will listen to it every day. Me too. Life Goes On. And, like, that little run, like, Luke does, Luke does is yeah. so... Yeah. <laughs> so, I was telling everyone this, like, my summer of concerts, even though, like, I missed a concert last week. But I just what? wasn't in the mood. Noah Khan. How was it? Can we talk about that? Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. Like now, it, listen, like he sounds so much better live than he does on, like he sounds the same, but like with like the band, he just, it sounded so good that now when I listen to the music, it's not enough. Yeah. Like I need like to hear, like. That's what they say. Like I don't, headphones isn't enough. I need this song up my ass. Yeah. I need his songs up my ass. Yeah. He was so, so good. <laughs> also like so proudly Jewish. Like oh, I love that. Love that. I always forgot that about him. Yeah. Like he, they were calling him like Jewish Capaldi. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just like amazing. And he put on such a good show. And like everybody there knew every how, single fucking and everyone word. there like knew how special it was because it was very hard to get tickets Impo- impossible um but no it was, like it was just so good and have you listened to his new songs like the one that on the deluxe album yeah um no it was so good okay good he'll be here in august we're going to luke um yes we're going to in luke. boston if you ever actually talk to me i know margo like we keep needing to plan this trip to boston but like i'll plan like, it nothing is planned and i'm just like we need to just like Take 20 minutes. I know. And I just, figure it out. I hate planning stuff. Margo, like, text me. I'm are, such a planner. Margo will text me, like, once a week. Are you in a good headspace to plan our Boston weekend? Nah. I'm such a planner. Because, like, I just, like, I need, I just need to know what I'm doing. Like, I plan my weeks out. I know yeah. what I'm doing. Like, whatever. So, like, I just, it's easier to get it done. No, for sure. For sure. We'll plan it soon. I promise. Um, and I think we might also go to Philly. Like, if... If we feel like it. Yeah. yeah. And what other concerts are going on this weekend? I mean, this summer, this summer. that we should go to. I, I don't like know. I got another country festival. I was, oh, festival. I know. I feel like there's so many over the summer. Are, I feel, I don't know if, I don't know if they're like during true summer. Like I know there was like Tortuga mm-hmm. and there's like a bunch of random ones. I feel like in like May, but I don't know. I would totally go to a festival, but I don't know what there is. And then also, um, 
we should go to Taylor again. Yeah, we're thinking about um, about going to Taylor again. That's for I just like feel like I'm not satisfied, even though I went three times. I actually do feel satisfied. I don't feel satisfied, but I want to go again. You know, yeah. greed is real. I'm committing the sin of greed. Yes, me as well. Um, honestly, you know what? I'm going to do some research. Like, who's playing at um, PNC jo- Jones Beach? Yeah, like, like all like, those outdoor amphitheaters. It should be the summer of concerts for sure. That's a really good point. I'll look into that. The only thing is, is like it's just so annoying because like Rascal Flatts like is no longer together. I know, I know. But Gary's on tour. Mm-hmm. And he does sing Rascal Flatts songs. It's not the same. No, it's not the same. Of course. Yeah, but I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it. Okay, thanks, counts. You're welcome. Not to give you like jobs or anything. It's fine. And then I'm gonna look at it and like do all the planning, and then I'm just gonna need her to be like yes or no, and she's not gonna answer me for two weeks. Yeah, no, I won't. <laughs> um, all right, that's our show, you guys. Tomorrow we are audio only with Jax, and that'll be available audio only. So, counts, thank you so much for giving up your early morning for us. We deeply appreciate you and your culottes. Thank you. I deeply Code appreciate, appreciate Claudia you X and Banks. your culottes. Code Margo X Banks. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Toast of Millennium Morning Show. We deliver the fast five stories. You need to know every Monday Friday on YouTube. So watching us on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe because this video thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast and we're podcasting. We found on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, everybody cast box, all places, well, this is a podcast. Find us a Toast of Five Story. We're about a beautiful setting and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an incredible day. Uh, yeah, like just make it, make it the best day. To, you know, grind, hustle, like, make it the best day of your life, bro. (laughs) You know, don't forget to, like, you know, hustle all day, bro. And, like, you know, eat some meat. Love you. Bye. Bye.